Are you currently in college or recently graduated but kind of struggling to figure out how to approach your post-grad life? If so, then I have the perfect guide for you, which I created for my college self in mind. That is the Everyday Girl's Guide to Career Success ebook, which features a holistic approach to all things starting out in your career during and after college, from cultivating the right mindset, building your resume, maximizing your LinkedIn profile and network, and so much more. I take you through a personal step-by-step guide on how to prepare for all areas needed when searching for a job. And these were actually many steps that I personally did between my sophomore and senior year of college, as well as the first year out of college. So I always highly recommend to start early to create opportunities for yourself. In this ebook guide, you will find cover letter tips and custom templates available for download, resume building steps with three custom templates, LinkedIn tools, and step-by-step guide on maximizing your profile, top 20 behavioral interview questions, and a lot more. Again, you can find this online at whatfulfillsyou.com. Just make sure when you click shop, just go to all products and you will find the ebook there, or just go to the show notes and it will be linked. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth. I'm your host. And today's topic is around navigating friendships in your 20s. And it's something that I certainly wish I heard more of when I was younger, because I think it's funny too. Right now, um, I am good friends with this girl she's 18 years old she's a competitive figure skater and that's actually how we met and I have more or less become like a mini mentor towards her and I'd say like more of a mentor in life when it comes to just like the small nitty-gritty stuff like transitioning to college and I keep emphasizing she's like an uh, overachiever and, and very stressed about what her life is going to be like right now and she's only 18 and I keep trying to tell her like you don't have to be that stressed you don't have to be that worried about figuring it out um you know I've been telling her go into college enjoy your experience just think about your direction not so heavily on like she's already ready to think about what she's doing after college and it's so funny right but it's also really cute because you know I I remember when I was 18 I don't think I was worried much about what I was gonna do after but I was very mindful of like what my next step looks like right like why am I going to school like what is this tuition for things like that um but I think one thing and and like I said this was an observation of some conversations with her is the lack of conversation around transitioning from like high school friends to college friends, the finding like-minded people in college, and sometimes even for me, for example, in college, I actually found it pretty difficult to meet like-minded people because um, especially at that time, I when I was like 21, I was going out to eat by myself. Like I had my own small little business. I was definitely very driven to be able to live life on my own terms and 
I would say like a catalyst for that was also because of my overwhelming parents, primarily my mom, something I've talked about before, but you know, uh, just with Asian culture and a lot of different values and beliefs that my mom and I do not share, it became more pertinent to me that in order for me to have the most utmost freedom and independence, I did need to get closer to being financially free. At that time, you know, I was in college and so I had like a monthly allowance from parents and that helped contribute to my rent and food and whatnot. Um, And I realized that just like Gary Vaynerchuk says, if you are still living off of any dime from your parents, you know, essentially like you kind of have to listen to what they say, right? And, And that was really hard for me. Like I have always disagreed with um, a lot of what my mom believed is right for me. And that included many different things stemming from which university I was going to go to, what I was studying in school, uh, whether I should leave my corporate job or not, whether I should move to LA or not, whether I should even go to California or not. Like There was a multitude of things, but that's a tangent. I guess the point of uh, you know my college experience is that there was a lot of transition periods between friends and types of friends and finding more like-minded people. And I think by senior year of college, that was when I started to branch out to people who were no longer in college and they happened to be more aligned with me. And I think um, what also propelled that is my roommate at the time was a year older so she had already actually graduated from college and so I think that was a glimpse for me being able to spend time with a person and people that were no longer in the college mindset but rather they were also working full-time making money to be able to spend to go out to eat you know that kind of thing because that was what I really wanted to do and that was really hard for obvious reasons to find within college friends but fast forward Now I'm in my mid-20s and I've had such a wide array of friendships and new friend developments and I would say the upward trajectory for my friendship building really started around the start of my corporate job when I worked at ADP. The guys on my team, specifically like three of them became my best friends and to this day they still are like we have a group chat it's called it's actually almost embarrassing to share but I I don't really care I'll say it like there's a group chat called degenerates and I worked in sales you guys okay so if any girls out there listening works in sales you probably understand uh, to some degree at least what I mean when sales environment can be (laughs) <laughs> it can be very Wolf of Wall Street like depending on where you go but um, that was the vibe and you know to preface I had an older brother growing up so for me I always had more I think a lot of like brother type of relationships in terms of like the dynamic than uh, sister types um, but although I think the best part is that I've been able to balance that over the years but I think the balance in itself like being able to have awesome feedback and people that are like family friends to me be able to share different thought processes has enabled me to be a healthier person and to not always have like a bias on how I'm approaching and thinking about something so 
anyways, corporate job gave me kind of a foundation of really close friends. And then one of my good friends, Jordan, she was on the podcast as well. Uh, she joined shortly, a couple months after I started, and we became really, really close friends as well. I still talk to her. And um, I think it was once I moved to Los Angeles was when the notch went up higher. I remember it was like a three-week period where I was like, I think I'm going to move to LA from Orange County. And I did that. It was a very on the whim, but also strategic move. Uh, ended up turning out great. I reconnected with that roommate that I had from senior year of college. We became really close friends. And I connected with more girls that live in LA, just people I knew, but also I would say specifically. So at this time, I'm like 23, turning 24. And I started to become more involved with fellow entrepreneur friends. And for me, that was a big, I think, catalyst and push for me to get better in the business realm because our conversations were very focused around personal development, like what we were doing on a personal level for our habits to keep ourselves going, moving forward, and then also just the business habits, uh, tricks, and, and things like that that we are all doing in order to basically build a life on our own terms and make decent money. So I share all of that because in reflection of the progression of my friendships over my early to mid-20s time period, it made me recognize what types of people really elevated my life and what types of people didn't. And this became even more pertinent um, as I have reflected on a friendship that very much dwindled down in, a, in an interesting way is the, is the best way I would put it. In, yeah, in the most interesting way, um, it, it's, you know, someone that I was once close to and, you know, we were talking very frequently. We would hang out every time we were in New York. Uh, you know, we both live here. And, um, you know, it just was an interesting, I guess, slight falling out, but also like not so falling out. It was just like a dramatic shift in the dynamic. And I remember at first, I was a bit bummed about it because I I was still in the framework of wow, like we were once so close. And I'm sure some of you guys can relate to this, right? This is this is exactly why I'm sharing this on the podcast because I'm sure whether you have experienced this or you will at some point in the future, you're gonna hit a point where the dynamic of a relationship changes and it goes from you were once so close you once did all this together all talked about all this whatever and then now your dynamic has shifted maybe naturally or maybe something kind of happened you know what i mean like it just it just varies right in my case in in this specific scenario i'm sharing um it it seemingly there, there was like a, a a point i think that became pretty obvious on on like where this person I think decided to shift their dynamic with me and to be candid with you guys it's actually because of a boy what's interesting is that I I introduced this friend to a person that I actually believed they would hit it off with in fact I, I think she also was interested in him as well what was interesting is that obviously this this guy had previous interest in me I just personally didn't see alignment, um, but I wanted to introduce them to my friend because I thought 
that they could have some alignment. Um, where I think the interesting part happened in this dynamic is that I think it became really difficult, I think, for her to maybe have a similar level of closeness as we once did. Or maybe, again, in her own belief. I personally didn't believe that. But I think once she was kind of in pursuit of this person, she decided to back off on our closeness. And I don't know, and I and honestly, I quite never got clarity on it. But I don't know if it was because of, you know, like, because this guy had previous interest in me or it's the fact that I introduced them. You know, I have no idea. But that being said, um, and and mind you, I want to preface this all happened a long time ago by the time this is released. So it has no difference. You know, I always ensure that I give it a long time before I like release this type of content. But anyways, I remember um, in the initial months, I was confused and actually bummed out. You know, I was like, damn, I introduced you to a guy that you're now kind of dating and mind you I don't even know to this day whether like they're still dating or whether they like were just a fling I have no idea but um it was intriguing to me that this friend I remember this was actually kind of the turning point where usually if if for example if I have a friend that introduces me to a guy I often would just personally want to tell the friend like oh my god guess what we're going on a date right but instead this friend this was kind of where like i guess you could say the red flags quote unquote started to appear was when this friend had shared with me instead of saying like she wanted to tell me she actually claimed that the guy wanted to tell me but she communicated that over text to me and i think that's where it was a little confusing because i was thinking damn but like i thought we were close friends like wouldn't you want to tell me anyways you know what i mean but that's like you know to me very much in the past i i just share that context because as i reflected on the period of time where i felt just a bit bummed out by like the way the friendship kind of shifted primarily because of her own approach It also dawned on me, right, when it comes to values and like-minded people, that if I was in her position and I truly valued another person as a friend, I would ensure that that is at the forefront. I would ensure that communication happens. I would ensure that I wouldn't, you know, shift or shift gears in the dynamic or I wouldn't, you know, drop a friend or whatever all because of a guy Unless, I don't know, maybe it's a different scenario if it's like a marriage type of situation, right? Like you really think you're going to marry this person? I don't know. Um, That I don't have enough information on and life experience on to to speak about. But that being said, I think it dawned on me like, wow, you know what though? Maybe this girl and I simply don't share the same values in that way. Because I know, all I I know is I just wouldn't do this to another friend um, or... What I really mean is I just wouldn't handle it that way. And so I think that was where I was able to be like, huh, like I was nodding to myself like, okay, that's okay then, right? Like you, you allow people to kind of like jump circles into your life, right? So I've always believed in this like three circle thing where you have like your inner course ring, you have like the middle one, and then you have the outer one. And this person went from kind of somewhere between like the the inner and, and second one to very, to very much like outside of the third one at this point. Um, again, speaking on like, I guess, present time as I'm recording this. What is interesting though too is 
instead of feeling anger or resentment towards the person, it also enabled me to be extra mindful about what are the things that I truly share in common with with new people as they come into my life or as they leave my life, whatever that looks like. Um, but especially when it comes to like like-mindedness and shared values and, and shared personal vision, um, that reflection was heightened from this situation. And I did realize like, while this this person and I had great times together and always had great dinners and great outings and things like that. Um, it also only I could see in hindsight was pretty evident that they didn't have a, I guess, level of consistency in their friendships. And to me, I became more aware like, oh, okay, so it, it's partially a pattern in this person's life so that's one way to for me to reinforce like to not take it personal but I think another part to that is recognizing like you know what though we actually don't share similar visions in life either in terms of like our approach right like I think I'm very much someone that values integrity and relationships and also having you know just open communication and living life on my own terms and just being like the most loving and, and awesome human being as possible um, as much as I can be here in this lifetime. And I realized, especially that last part, we definitely didn't share. And, and again, I just want to say like, this isn't a bad or good thing, right? I just think that if you guys are listening to this podcast, you, you might share or probably share similar values or in terms of your growth process as you're reflecting on what you want to be and who you want to become, you're probably also going to come across a time where you're thinking about, ooh, do these people also embody that, right? And I'll also add a another personal example, again, another one that's been a long time ago now, but, um, you know, I think about a close friend of mine from college and over the past year, we never had an ounce of communication and that was also kind of a bummer in the sense of like, wow, I'm the type of person that would always reach out to this person. And, you know, I um, have been in very uh, close events with this person. That being said, though, I realized that it takes two to tango, just like anything in life, whether it's in a business negotiation, whether it's in romantic partnerships um, and just like friendships, you know, it once again dawned on me that maybe we don't share the same values or like priorities in terms of my ability to reach out to someone and to try to stay connected in closeness and to try to stay connected and close. I may have that and I may value that and I might also not be afraid to always be the first first person to reach out. That being said though, when you notice a complete lack of reciprocation or lack of kind of effort, you could say. It also, again, triggers you, or at least in my case, makes me take a step back to evaluate, is this the type of person that belongs in your life, whether it's at this time or maybe for the rest of your life, right? Again, I, I, I think it's always... I don't know, not helpful to necessarily like pre-decide that. But I think it's okay to at the very least be like, you know what? We do not share 
these these beliefs and these values and you know that's why while it sucks to no longer have this person within my close circle it's also better off to see that now like see that sooner than later you know and i think that's something that we don't really talk about as much as like dating right we talk a lot about like romantic relationships and things that happen like you know the breakups and all that kind of stuff but I think friendship, um, see, this is not for me, like, necessarily a friend breakup. It's just very much like a fade out, you know? These are two friendship fade outs that I've had in my 20s that were kind of a bummer, you know? And I felt that bummer period, um, but also because of the really strong, healthy relationships I have with other people in my life, it enabled me to gauge why these other people didn't share alignment long term then in general and i think just like with anything in human dynamics you can feel when something is on and when something is off or like when you don't have a full fully strong connection with someone um even on a friendship level i think that becomes pretty evident and i think you should always trust that too it's not a bad thing if you know, you're not friends with everyone. I know that's certainly actually like an unhealthy behavior or unhealthy belief like my mom had um, in certain ways. And she actually would think it's really alarming if I wasn't friends with everyone or wasn't liked by everyone. And I think once I evolved in my own way in my 20s and realized that it's actually healthier to be able to see who's in alignment with you and who's not. Because in the long run, it helps propel you forward more. And there's nothing like loyalty with people, right? Like, especially with friends, you know, you got to think about if something is happening to you, if something crazy is happening, who's the first person you call or who's the first person you can trust? If, if you had to pick like a friend, not a family member, but a friend to put down for like an emergency contact, do you have those types of people in your life that you know would ride or die for you? I think that is so important especially as i emphasize on relationships being my top priority and my one of my top priorities in life i think that's important to think about that quality matters much more than quantity and um, i'm definitely especially sharing that with anyone who's listening who maybe had a parent that ever once made you feel weird or bad for you know not being friends with certain people like I think you got to find your own footing in life and once you do you're going to become so confident in what is right for you and what works for you that you're going to see it very night and day very easily on who's aligned with you who's like-minded who's going to propel you forward who you're going to also help propel forward and how you can have just more thriving relationships overall All right, so that was all for today's episode on navigating friendships in 20s, sharing my personal experience and reflection on, I guess, what I would personally call just like the bummer phase of when you just see a friendship connection fade out, even when it was once really good. Like I said, I think everyone, especially girls in their 20s listening right now, like, We all have either felt it before or will feel it at some point in the future. And I think it's important to acknowledge that it happens and it's okay. And in fact, I think there's a lot of valuable insight and lessons to learn in that process. So don't resist it. Just just embrace it and be able to look ahead and see what else is coming. 
Thanks again for tuning in today. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please be sure to take a few seconds to rate and review the podcast on Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen. And if you want to see the full video episodes that I have with some guests, they're always going up on the What Fulfills You YouTube channel. So if you haven't checked it out yet, definitely be sure to check out What Fulfills You on YouTube and that will also be linked in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in today. I would chat with you all in the next episode. Vacation starts with VA. Whether you're feeling beachy, mountainy, or every E in between, you'll find all that you love all in one trip to Virginia. Start yours at virginia.org.